able to bring these messages on the prayers of a disciple to actually get into tonight, I'd like you to hear something from your father. Rich has got a video queued up, and I printed up a... Did everyone get one of these little handouts? Um, We're going to talk about the Father's Prayer, the Lord's Prayer tonight, and methods of being able to pray as a disciple. That's been my three messages on the Wednesday. But I wanted to print this out for you, because as you see this short video, these verses are shown as an address at the bottom of each slide, but they don't actually put the verse for you to read. I'm going to ask Rich, I'd I'd like you to just kind of sit back and relax a little bit, because this is the Father, Father's love letter to you. These verses, you can read them later, but listen to this love letter from the Father directly to you.
in your heart. I wanted to give you the verses that went along with those slides to actually read over some of those again as comfort. Did anyone not receive a copy of this? I've got one. I've got one for you, James. Okay. The three messages I've been sharing with you on Wednesday are models of prayer that a disciple will make in order to pray effectively for your family, your loved ones, and friends. They work. They work because they're outlined in Scripture. The first, the first talk was about the Great Commission in a way of review. Look at Mark 16 you get home at the very end of that where Jesus says to go I've, I've, I've received all authority from heaven he gives that authority to you and the disciple in praying this method of prayer there are four things there are four elements in this great commission to pray that really do work number one is to cast out the devils that is the first thing that someone who takes authority and prays for a family member or a loved one more than anyone else more than likely you have the discernment of what kind of evil is affecting your family so identify it and, and Jesus' own words say cast it out you can, I, I, I really latched onto this in my own personal walk and every morning I look up and I say I'm not talking to God, I'm talking to the demons and I'm saying to them, they're not in your family, they're in my family and you can get out now you can leave and not come back, it's a tremendous release that I feel in the spirit but that's an effective method because it's a method Jesus set out in the Great Commission in Mark 16. The second is to pray in unknown tongues. It's important to pray for family members by praying in your spirit language because you don't know how to pray as you want, but the Holy Spirit does. So pray in unknown tongues. Pray 
the mysteries of God into your family. The third point in Matthew 16 kind of gets confused a little bit because I don't think we're meant to be snake-handling churches, but I do believe we are to be bold. We're not to be afraid. Don't be fearful. You're going out there and you've got snakes in your family line that are that are hurting your family members. Do not be afraid of them. Simply take authority and be bold over them and bring the gospel kingdom to your family, to your friends. The fourth is laying hands on the sick. They will recover. Then next week, uh, I talked about in Isaiah 40, verse 3, there's a verse where John the Baptist is quoted as saying, I'm a voice in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, prepare a way for him. But in Isaiah 40, verse 3, that verse is, I'm a voice crying out. You're the voice. This is the model. You are the voice that's crying out for your family. And as you cry out, you see your family and those that you love in the wilderness that they're in. Ask your father to make a roadway out of that wilderness. Let it lead to the Lord Jesus. These are things I know that you want to picture for your family members, those that you love. And I will say this. They work. They work. <laughs> they work. They work last Sunday here. They work. Uh, and then today, this in two passages, one in Matthew six. These are these are very familiar passages. It's about the Lord's prayer. But so many people. This is a rope prayer. This is not a rope prayer. This is a model of prayer that a disciple prays in praying for the, the life that you live as a disciple. Okay? In Matthew 6, starting with verse 5, Jesus said, When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in synagogues and in the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have, their, they have received their reward. Verse 6, But when you pray, a disciple prays, when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who is in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not eat empty phrases as Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This is what your prayer is modeled after. Our Father. Jesus didn't say, My Father. He said, Our Father. So in your model of a prayer as a disciple, recognize the family that you are you have privileges as a daughter in this family. You have, you're, you're, you're invited to come close, to draw near as a son of God. We are meant to know the inheritance that we receive because of the great price that he paid in order for us to be in this family. You belong. 
is nothing that's going to separate you in any way, in any degree, in any depth or height or width or breadth. Nothing can separate you from that kind of love. There is nothing unless we allow it. And yet, as a disciple, that's what we are meant to do, to take the steps to stay on this pathway. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And I don't know if many of you have looked up on the Internet. Um, do you know Daniel Webster wrote a book by Dictionary? Do you know he asked God to let him write that book? You can get access to the 1828 version of Webster's Dictionary because the new Webster's Dictionary has taken a lot of the verbiage out. But I always like to go back to the 1828 edition and hallowed in Webster's Dictionary means consecrated to a sacred use or to a religious exercise treated as sacred, reverence. I don't think you'll find that in today's Webster. But a quote coming from Daniel Webster, let me just read this. Daniel Webster said, education is useless without the Bible. The Bible was America's basic textbook in all fields. God's Word contained in the Bible has fulfilled all necessary rules to direct our conduct. Going on, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. And the word kingdom has authority. There's a ring of authority in that today. I looked up kingdom come in Webster's 1828 edition. And it is the power of supreme administration. Another quote from Daniel Webster if citizens neglect their duty and place unprincipled men in office, the government will soon become corrupted. Laws will be made not for the public good, so much as for selfish or local purposes. Corrupt or incompetent men will be appointed to execute the laws. The public revenues will be squandered unworthy need, and the rights of citizens will be violated or disregarded. Those are no Webster's words. And God told him to write the dictionary because words are important. May we begin to hear the words of the Lord's Prayer as we pray and recognize not just to say the prayer in words, but to pray these areas into our lives. Because the very first approach of our prayer should be an approach to see God as He is. Before we ever begin to notice things about our own life, forgive me, this is someone can give me a thing of water. I had a root canal.
just got real dry here, and I would appreciate a little sip of water. Um, water's good, too. The second part of the Lord's Prayer, both in both in Matthew and in Luke, is give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. It's amazing to me how unforgiveness Forgiveness is a huge issue in churches. It is probably one of the major stumbling blocks that many of us have to overcome because it comes from a hurt. When you get hurt, to dwell on that hurt is to... The, the enemy will want you to replay that like a broken record. Uh, so my suggestion to you in this model of a prayer to not, excuse me, to not pray that prayer just to memorize it and say it over and over again, but to begin to model your prayer life as a disciple under the arrangement of how this prayer is laid out. And there is an exercise at the end of this where we'll take about 10 minutes. There are four questions that I would like to use for you to consider. How is, number one, how, is this up on the board? The four questions. How, how is saying the Lord's Prayer from memory different from using this as a model of prayer. And, and y'all can be real serious in your discussion with one another. And I don't think you'll have a full ten minutes to go through all of these. But maybe select one of these four questions. And those that are listening uh, to this tape by uh, internet, uh, you can write these questions down in journal. And how is saying the Lord's Prayer from memory different from using this prayer as a model of prayer. Secondly, what does praying for His will to come on earth as it is in heaven mean to you? And third, how important is it to forgive others who have hurt you? All of those are really good questions. And I'll give you ten minutes. Please just kind of share with one another in groups of two or three, and we'll have a little bit of feedback at the end. God bless you.
as we come back together, has your discussion been beneficial to you? Are you enjoying these times of being able to communicate with one another? Anyone have some feedback to the whole group that you'd like to share? I want to share about the video. That's a YouTube video of the Father's Love Letter, extended edition. You could uh, click on that and send that to any one of your friends or on Facebook if you desire. But uh, I wanted to print up the scriptures themselves because I thought they were so powerful. It would be good to have those in hand to just kind of overview those occasions. Any any final word before we close? Yeah, that, that video, if you will Google on YouTube and go into YouTube, and Billy will do it, I'm sure. You, you go into YouTube and search in the YouTube A Father's Love Letter. And there's a short version, and this is the extended version. But the printout that I gave you, they don't actually show the scriptures on the slides. Those are the scriptures that go along with everything he said in that. So, the entire scriptures, yeah. Exactly. And that's why I wanted to put it in your hand. Any final word? Well, Pastor, I'll give this to you. I'll be around here if anyone wants prayer here at the altar. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.